Hi everyone, this is Stacey's.Live and I'm Scott. I'm the girl. And we are here today to review, we've got three shows, it's a, it's a thin lineup, so we can really dive into some of these shows, but we're, uh, Moral, tell us what we'll be, we'll be reviewing today. So, today we're going to review Train to Pakistan, and that is in continuation to the little chat we had last week about the India-Pakistan audition and how bloody it was. And you know, when you ask me about what are the projects, what are refugees? So we're gonna we're gonna go down uh, to Train to Pakistan, which is a classic, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. based on Kushwan Singh's book about the village of Manomar Majra. Then we will review Special Ops because Special Ops 1.5 is coming up, based on the life of Himmat Singh. And then we will review an eight. Wow. A favorite of mine called Ye Jawani Hedivani. And Scott, you haven't watched this one, but we can review no. that together. Okay. That sounds right. like fun. All right, great. Well, so um let's let's start with an and <laughs> let's just get this one out of the way. Whew. Train to Pakistan. This was not if if you're suffering from the COVID blues and you uh you need some light escapist fare, stay away from this film. This is not this is a serious film. It's an important story, but man, it was uh, it was a, it was a difficult watch. It was a <laughs> it was <clears throat> it was a difficult watch. So, I um I I, I the premise is is quite simple. Um, it's about the trains that go back and forth from India to Pakistan. And um, what happens on those trains? And and from what I understand, they were called ghost trains because people would end up getting killed on the trains. As so, we had we had Sikhs and Hindus coming from Pakistan into into India, and we had Muslims getting on the trains and going to into Pakistan. They were moving. This was part of the of the um, partition and. I, you know, anytime you have large numbers of people, quote unquote, getting on trains, I don't know, my, my spidey sense goes off because that's just a horrible, it just has a horrible precedent. Um, and, and imagery. <laughs> and imagery. Yes. It's just, it's, it's just, um, and, and really, honestly, the, I have to say that as far as storyline, that, that there was not a lot else to the, would you agree with me? There was not a lot else, Moral? going on in the story. I mean, we had, we had Juga, we had the bandit and we had his, the little love story. And we had, we had the, the magistrate who was wrestling with his uh, affinity for very young mm -hmm. women. Um, but really the story was how people get along. How do they get along in this climate of migration? And partition and, and persecution, and persecution for no reason for just no reason. So this town that it's set in—it's a fictional town. Um, it's a fictional town where everyone seems to get along. Everyone likes their neighbor. Everyone seems—they're actually quite proud of the fact that that nothing bad happens. That there's no real bloodshed or real antagonism. Um, and then a social worker shows up, who's a who's I believe he's a communist. And he shows up and he, I didn't really understand his role in the story except for uh, maybe he's, he's, 
he demonstrates or represents the ineffectiveness of government and the ineffectiveness of the far left? I, I really don't know because he didn't do a whole lot except send telegrams and get thrown in jail for no reason. And, and then when he had a chance to do something at the end of the movie, he just, he just, he passed. So it was a, <laughs> it, he, he didn't, he was, he seemed like he would be an essential character, but he ended up doing nothing. And, I, and I'm not really sure who the hero was. Um, I, obviously it was Juga, but he was an, he was a strange hero. And the only reason I know he was the hero is because at the beginning, near the beginning of the movie, he talks about how he's, he's free. He's not Sikh. He's not Hindu. He's not Muslim. He's a bandit. And, uh, and he's, so he has no, so there's not going to be any problem. And another thing that the bandits are very clear about is that they, is that they don't rob anyone in their own town. So that he is the, what do we want to call that? He's like the, he's the, he's the, I don't even know how we would describe that. I don't really have words for that kind of character or that kind of um, uh, uh, um, motivation. But he's he's just even though like he's not a good he's a bandit he's a <laughs> he's a thief so and yet he is the I, pure is that is that maybe the right word? Yeah, he doesn't have, maybe he's, he, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have those. He doesn't have those. I'm just going to use the word tribal allegiances. You know, he doesn't have those allegiances that he's can weigh him down. More human that way. What? He's more human. He has he's more. more yeah, he's yeah. He, exactly. He's he's. He's humanity. He represents humanity. And he makes a, a, a sacrifice at the very end to save some people on the train going to Pakistan, hence the title. Um, but other than that, he's sort of an odd character. He's not a traditional hero. And everyone else is seems to be these, these innocent people getting caught up in political events that spin out of control. It was, it was as someone who is not involved, does not have family that was involved in, in, the, in the partition, in the migration, I could watch this with a fairly neutral eye. And I have to say, it was an odd film. Mm -hmm. It was a sad story and an odd film. It didn't have the kind of standard characters that I'm used to. The hero, except for one heroic moment at the very end where he cuts a rope that's supposed to, you know, knock everyone off the train as it goes over a bridge. The hero is not a traditional hero. The characters, I don't understand their motivations. All of a sudden, the police and the army show up, and they're burning dead bodies. I mean, it's just—it's telling a horrible story in a non, in a semi-unconventional way. And so it was. Yeah, even though even though the village of Manomajura was fictional, but a lot of these things did happen. There are small sure, sure. stories about the partition of the subcontinent. Of course, uh, I mean, uh, you know, a billion people in India, and 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 you know, millions traveling from India to Pakistan, sure, an sure. entire subcontinent divided on the basis of religion because the British couldn't find anything else to leave behind as a legacy. This is what they did. Hmm. And it was bloody. People, people lost their homes. People lost their wealth. People lost their uh, lives. Mm -hmm. uh, and not only that, but uh, a lot of these episodes that you see happen in this movie, Scott, are inspired from real-life stories of what people underwent when all of this was happening. And, and that rang true. It rang true, and it, but, you know, just as a, as a film, it was difficult to watch. Yes, it was difficult because it was unpleasant, but it was also difficult, difficult because it was, it, was very, it was different in a way that, um, like, we, you're not supposed to, this is not a film you enjoy. 
This is not a film that you, you get caught up in, you get excited about. This is a film that tells an extremely, a, a horrifying story in, in a way that is straightforward and feels inevitable. And that was the part that disturbed me the most, that it felt like no matter how good these people were, no matter how much they would say to each other, you know, we're proud of the fact that we, we all get along. The, you know, the, the Decoits were proud, the bandits were proud of the fact that they didn't rob their own people. And yet these horrible things were happening and were going to continue to happen. And you could not escape that. And I, and I have to say, it, it was fascinating to watch, but it was also just the whole time. I just felt uneasy. I felt, you know, I just, I, I'm glad I saw it. It was important in an important film, but it was, um, it was tough. It was, it was just a, you know, it was, um, it was sad. It was unpleasant. It was unconventional. Um, but ultimately worth worth seeing. Absolutely. And would you recommend it? I would. I would recommend it. You have to be the sort of person who is willing to watch uh, his, not just a hit, like th there's different kinds of historical dramas. Like there's Braveheart where they, they do a lot of nipping and tucking at the truth to create the more traditional hero and the traditional villain, et cetera, et cetera. This was, it's, I'm not at all saying it was a documentary. It was not. But this was a lot less um, stereotypically dramatic. So you have to be willing to watch a movie that's not, that's, you haven't seen, I haven't seen many like this. I haven't seen many films like this. And so if you're, if you're willing to say, okay, I can, I can watch something a little different. It delivers an unpleasant truth. Okay. It's not like typical, there's not typical heroes and typical bad guys. Yeah, sure. Absolutely. It's very important. Watch it. If that's, if, if a film that's unconventional like that, that makes you go, eh, then probably not. It's probably not going to be for you, but um, I can, I can, I enjoy movies that are a little different. I don't, they're not everything that I watch, but every once in a while, sure, something unconventional. Absolutely. And this, this, um, this I enjoyed very much. I would recommend it if you can, if you can watch those kinds of films. Perfect. Well, this is the time for us to move away from a very realistic <laughs> movie that Heavy. has caught <laughs> off, shaken up, <laughs> shaken up. I want to play this song from original soundtrack of the movie Anjana, Anjani. It's sung by Mohit Johan, Shekhar Rajwani, and Shruti Padig. It's called Tujhe Buladiya. And I absolutely love the song, by the way. All right. Here you go. Hi, everyone. It's Daisy's.Live. Uh, we're back. I'm Scott. I'm here with Moral. And we just reviewed uh, Train to Pakistan, which was an extremely difficult film to watch. Uh, difficult in a few ways, but ultimately rewarding. At least I thought so. And now we're turning to something much more conventional, much, much more conventional. Um, something that uh, I enjoyed very much. It's called Special Ops. And it... Uh, why don't you, Moral, why don't you tell us what the premise is of Special well, Ops? Well, uh, Special Ops is the story of a guy who actually this was, a, this happened, right? Did mm -hmm. you know that the Indian parliament was mm -hmm. attacked? And the, the, here's this intelligence officer who believes that um, the number of people attacking the parliament are not what everybody else believes uh, them to be. And he spends many, many, many years, more than a decade tracking the last guy. And um, it's just so beautifully written 
because the whole drama starts with him getting interviewed for all his expenses. <laughs> it's a great, it's a great, you know, I'm finding this out in Bollywood. They do such a fantastic job of framing a story, of giving you a structure where we're going to tell the real story, but it's this like second story that supports it. it it's great. I, I agree with you. That was a, that was a really fun way to introduce it. Yeah, because had they just introduced the guy, there would have been yeah, a very yeah, right. plain story to tell. Right, right, right. But the guy is so smart because he knows what he's doing, but then he also understands how the system works. You know, the system, which is a bigger um, challenge to any anyone working in the system than it is to, uh, you know, just, just let it be. Because if you just let the system be, then that system becomes an impediment to your job. So he knows literally how to manage the system, how to manage his superiors, how to just... How to make sure the money flows. Exactly. And he's this guy who's unassuming, but he's so smart. He's, he's somebody you can look over, but he's the guy who maintains, manages, and runs the system because he knows how to, how to be. Right. How to maneuver. Totally. So, so tell me, what did you think? I, I thoroughly enjoyed the show. Um, I love a story. This, I mean, this is, look, one of the things that stands out about special ops, because it is in, um, it juxtaposed to train to Pakistan is that, and I don't say this negatively, but special ops had pretty much every stereotype of a spy story that, you know, chasing the white whale, you know, George Smiley had, had to chase Carla in the Smiley stories. And this guy was chasing, um, uh, Iflak Khan was that his yeah. name? Yeah. yeah. Uh, it also had it also had a lot of. Um, I don't want to spoil it. It had a. Can we spoil it? Can we get spoilers? It had got Karen Dacker and his abs. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> well, I, I knew you were, you were going to review special ops. So uh -huh. last week, uh, last week the content team actually posted Karen Tucker and his abs on our Instagram. And and if you haven't watched Karen Tucker and his 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 wonderful eight packs, ten packs, yeah. whatever the packs it is, and oh my God, what he he looks like a dream come true. <laughs> and he's on our Instagram, people. You have to go catch him live there showing off his body <laughs> wait how did we get there wait wait, wait. was he in you, said, <laughs> you said that you wanted to talk a little bit more about the show so i thought live, live with my two minutes before you start with the rest uh, of them <laughs> all right all right well in that music video i'm telling you man i don't know how long they stood they got the lights and the camera just right. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not talking about that guy. That's Rithik Roshan. Karen Tucker oh. is Himmat Singh's agent in Dubai. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, but wait, did we see his abs? No, not in the show. But yeah, okay, all right. Okay. We're watching see, him here. That, that was the missing his, link. That, yeah, okay, so all right. We, we kind of, right. We kind of uh, showcased his, his abs on our Instagram. So Fair enough. Yes, he was. Okay. Okay. Yeah. He, that guy was pretty. He really, he really was. Um, yeah. That was eye so candy pretty. for the ladies. Well, eye candy for people who like men. Um, okay. Yeah. We've kind of jumped around, but there's every stereotype that you can think of, of spy stories, you know, the great white whale and uh, George Smiley and Carla, there was uh, Himmet Singh and uh, Iflak Khan. 
with the little um what's the word uh what's the movie uh, the usual suspects with the twist right twist. i knew it was kaiser sose from the beginning for those of you who have not seen the usual suspects there's this bad guy who runs a a gang named kaiser sose and everyone's terrified of him he's a turkish gang leader turns out kaiser sose does not exist and that's exactly what happens with Iflak Khan. And I knew that from the almost from the beginning. I knew it. I knew Iflak Khan was just some figment of, and it ended up ended up being um, what was the gentleman's name who played him? Yes, that gentleman's name was Hafiz Ali, and he he's the one who looked like Steve Jobs. And uh, I, I I just knew it. I knew I knew that he was the he was playing both of them. He was the Kaiser Sose of the story. But you have the you have the um, nimble bureaucrat who cares greatly for his, his, uh, his network of agents. Uh, he's perfectly happy to break the rules and spend extra money to make sure that the missions are accomplished. Uh, you know, he's obsessed. Uh, he's, you know, all the, and that's fine, but you would expect that in the Indian CIA, right? You would expect that. Um, so none of it rang, none of it rang false. None of it seemed ridiculous, but it was, my point is it was the comfortable uh, the, the comfortable characterization and the comfortable storylines, which we did not have in Train to Pakistan. And, and you know, there's, there were so many, there was, uh, what, oh, and the traveling, I you know, that's one of the things I love about spy shows, especially when you have the CIA or the RNAW or uh, Mossad, whenever you have the, the, the ones that are focused on international uh, terrorism, is that they're always going to, the, to these interesting and exciting places. We spent a lot of time in Dubai, we spent time in Pakistan, we spent time in, um, where else were they? Uh, Iran. Turkey. Yeah, Turkey. I mean, oh yeah, Istanbul, they were in that gorgeous uh, Azerbaijan. Azerbaijan, they were in Baku. So yeah, it was, they were all over the place. It just looked fascinating. And it was so much fun. It was, this, this show was fun. It was Fast. It was oh, it was extremely it's like fast-paced. James Bondish in every possible. James Bondish without the ridiculous technology, right? We talked about that with um, with the Family Man, mm -hmm. that it was much more cop-like, you know, using yeah. their using their human intelligence instead of the signals intelligence. So, so this is the difference that I find. So, so series, of course, have a lot more footage, a lot more time to develop the characters. But this is how, so, so the glossiness of James Bond movies does not exist here. The, these, right. are, these are really well-made well -made, uh, stories. These yep. are technically really good, technically advanced, yet the focus is content. It's not it's not the shimmer. Nobody really cares who the woman in the story is. Nobody really cares who you mean the James who, Bond. Yeah. So so no, you care about who's gonna be James Bond's love interest. Every right. James Bond movie. You care about that. But in these series, in this content, you don't care about the woman. Because you don't you don't you're not watching this for the woman, you're watching this for the content. James Bond right. James Bond does not have content beyond, you know, this. The plot, <laughs> literally. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm no, taking, I, I, I'm doing a takedown here, but um, oh, I've I've never been a huge fan of James Bond, so that's fine. Me, yeah, neither I have I. Though I've like literally gone and watched some of the movies over and over again. But that was the fun of it. There was not only the amalgamation of technology with the glamour, etc., etc. There is nothing glamorous about these shows. No, well, there's nothing glamorous about Family Man. There's nothing glamorous about Mirzapur. There's nothing glamorous about about uh, special ops. Um, you haven't watched the rest of the shows yet, but Scott, 
there's nothing glamorous. You're not watching these shows for the woman in the show. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah, I get that. You're watching it for the content because the content is so well developed. The characters are the characters are larger than life now. Because now you're gonna go back and watch Marisa Pro Three because of Colleen. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're not yeah. you're not watching it for for the woman. Oh, I've got it. No, no. Even though no, you're right. I'm not. I'm. I'm I want to know what happens. I want to know what happens to Colleen Baya. I want to know what happens to um, Shanker's son. So I, I did. I, Yes, it's all about it's all about the story, and that's what I like about these stories that we've been reviewing is that they're so much more compelling than than the James Bond, uh, than a lot of the gang. Now there are some great gangster films and great gangsters, uh, mo- mostly films in America now that I th- well there's the Sopranos, there's the great gangster films and series in in the West in America, but what I like about these is that uh, the the Bollywood series. Is that there's just it, we we get away from a lot of the dumb technology and the bimbos and it, don't get me wrong it's fun watching the drones and the artificial intelligence and the you know the pens that explode and all that crap but, 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 and the lovely really women suffers, I mean, sure yeah but what really suffers is the real plot yeah of course of course exactly well, honestly I mean come on let's take a, take a look at Lucifer it's an ongoing series on on Netflix and every every episode. I swear to God, the story does not exist. I couldn't get past the first episode of Lucifer. It's still top ten. Yeah, I, I yeah, I just, it's a. It, it, there are there are funny dialogues. I I watch Lucifer for Lucifer's really British dry humor, nothing else. Literally, that that those dialogues were fantastic, but there is no story anymore. It's just a stretch. Anyway. Well, th- this story has. I mean, if you've if you've been paying attention to our criticisms and our praise for these kinds of shows, you'll know that the way Special Ops ends is, you know, there's it. It's going to come down to a yes or no. Are they going to catch the bad guy or not? And then are they going to kill him? I mean, that's really it because we have all these ins and outs and there's the setbacks and overcoming the setbacks and the close calls and the, whew, and there's, you know, there's, there's a lot of those and they're fun. And you think maybe this time it's going to happen. Oh, no. So eventually at the very end, and I didn't know, I didn't know that uh, Mr. Hoffes could kick serious butt like he did, but we lose a few people along the way. And uh, <laughs> we get truckloads of other people joining, yeah, get, yeah, joining get, the ride. <laughs> but eventually, eventually, the you know the the white whale's either going to destroy the ship or they're going to catch it. And in this case, in this case, we can say it right. It's been long enough. Special ops uh, is like two years old. Two years old, yeah. Special ops one point five is it, so. There's no special ops two coming up. There's special ops one point right. five coming up. Yeah, and that is the first ever because one point five is really the backstory of Himmat Singh. Yeah, and, I, and that's is, cool. Which is going to be fun because I absolutely love KK Menon as an actor. Well, he was great in this, and and I I felt I was really happy. I I I, I felt tremendous relief. That that we ended up that your favorite agent, the pretty boy uh, from Dubai, uh, ended up putting a bullet through through Kaiser Sose's head. I mean, that was that was very satisfying because he was an awful. You could tell some really horrible things were going to happen or almost happen. It was just 
So that was satisfying. Um, and I felt really good for him because he even got to have that, that moment, that, that last moment on the phone right before, right before he got his head, <laughs> right before the bad guy. Farouk got, Ali or yeah. whatever, Amjad Sheikh or Rashid Malik or whatever name he carried. But yeah, he, he had a great. lot of passports. And yes, he mm -hmm. was right before uh, justice was served, delivered. He got his, uh, he got his moment where there was the, the confrontation, the final confrontation. And Iflaq Khan slash Hafiz, uh, what was his last name? Hafiz Ali? What was he? Uh, Hafiz Ali or yeah, Iklaq Khan. Or Iklaq Khan or Steve Jobs figured out what happened and boom, goodbye. He's actually a really good looking guy. His he, name no, is he is, he is a good looking Sajan guy. Sajan Froze and he is such a good looking guy. I, 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 am not, I, have, I make no comments. I make no statements one way or the other about his attractiveness. Every single time he was on the can on on screen. I thought the Mac is better. A thousand songs <laughs> in your pocket. <laughs> that's that's what I'm, I thought. I'm here. I'm here only to tell our audience who's good looking and who's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. That's, so so I'm a pretty pretty boyometer. <laughs> and there were there were plenty. There were I think I think the pretty boys in this were much. They outnumbered the pretty girls in this. There were some. Uh, but I'm in. A, I'm here for the story, right? We're gonna. I'm just talking about the story. You can you can judge the eye candy. Um, totally. <laughs> there was plenty. There was plenty. Totally. But uh, yeah, it was a, it was a fun, satisfying show. I would recommend it if you like spies and terrorist uh, events that are, you know, very. I'm not saying do you like terrorism, <laughs> but you know, the the intrigue. No, a, a very global. Yes, operation, the intrigue of terrorist, terrorism, terrorism serial travel series and, that is really good uh, yada, yada, to watch. Exactly. It's it has great storyline. It has all the masala that you need to make there you know go. good good curry. There you and, go. And uh, it, it's also very well acted and directed. Extremely well acted. Extremely well directed conventional in every sense you are it's not going to challenge you the way train to pakistan challenged me it's not going to it's it's just a, a, a fun well done show um with a cool story and, and it ends a, exactly the way you want it to end so it, yeah it absolutely great. it's a watch yes so, definitely so time for me to slide in another song here i want to play this song from the movie dirty picture it's called ishq sufiana um here we go Live. we are back. This is Scott, and we, uh, we, we just got done with Special Ops, and that was fun. Uh, and now I, I, I have not watched this, so I don't, I don't even know what this is. What is, is this a show? Is this, is, is this a movie? It is, what is a this? movie that released long it ago. It's re it released in 2013. Mm -hmm. It's called Ye Javani Helevani. So we were looking at, okay, what are the movies that we're going to show Scott? We were planning to take you through the entire Bollywood route. And this happens to be another genre of Bollywood movies, which are glossy. They're very glamorous. There's so much eye candy that your eyes don't, don't know where to watch. Why, how did I, but, why did I miss this? Okay. <laughs> but these are really good stories. And at times they're even path-breaking because... Normal before before these movies came out, this entire pack of new generation Bollywood movies, 
Bollywood movie used to be boy meets girl, girl, girl and boy well, have issues. There's yeah. a villain, so there's a hero, there's a heroine, there's a villain, and that's the story. And right. ultimately, they get married. Right. As you say, as as you rightfully pointed out, things are only okay when people get married in Bollywood movies. Yes, exactly. But these there's a pack of these movies that came out in early two thousands when um when it was no longer, those stories no longer worked for the audience. The audience started changing and the stories changed. And a lot of these stories led to a change in the way audience thought about uh, about movie making. Not only movie making, but they also, uh, it, it also precipitated an entire new revolution in different storytelling within Bollywood. And this movie was one of those movies. It's um, Ayan Mukherjee's movie. Ayan Mukherjee is known to make really feel-good, soft stories. Um, another movie of Ayan Mukherjee that I will highly, um, uh, highly recommend for next week would be a movie called Wake Up Sid, and we'll we'll go there. However, this movie, Hey Javani, Hey Devani, is a story of friends. It's a um, um, story of three friends who um, were in school together, they're close to each other. There's, um, there's Adi, there is Bunny, and there is um, Aditi, I think. So three, three very close friends, and they're going off on a trek to Manali in the Himalayas. Manali is a place in the Himalayas. Um, it's, um, it, it's, it gets a lot of snow, it's great for hiking and trekking. So they decide to go from Mumbai to Manali, and before going, this girl meets another schoolmate of theirs at a um, at a department store, and schoolmate realizes, "Hey, uh, all I do is study. I'm studying to be a doctor. I'm sick of this. I'm going with them." So this story starts off with a trip trek to Manali and all the fun that these four people have when they're in Manali. I believe I believe those that fun is called hijinks. The hijinks ensue. <laughs> totally. Okay, never mind. <laughs> and, 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 and these people, at the end of the trip, they realize that one of them, Bunny, uh, is going off to Chicago to study at Northwestern um, Journalism. So the group gets broken. And seven years later, when this girl, Aditi, is getting married, she invites all of them back. So this is a story of them meeting after seven years at Aditi's wedding and then re-exploring their relationships and how they have changed in those seven years. One of them has become a very famous photojournalist with, 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 with Fox, um, lives in San Francisco. The other one is a, runs a bar, but keeps losing money because he is addicted to gambling and alcohol. And third girl, this girl finds a dorky engineer to get married to. And a fourth woman who's a doctor um, is, is, is just waiting for life to happen to her. So, then these people get together and they start re-exploring not only their relationships, but their relationships with other people in their lives. And um, that's the story of Yejavani Hedivani. So if people haven't watched it and they're listening in, it's a movie that really changed the way stories were told in, in Hindi cinema. But it, it also changed the way, um, you know, there's so much eye candy, there was so much permissiveness, <laughs> there is so much, there's so much reality. That's in the, in my this. kind of movie. No, you will love it because um, I'll tell you something. It uh, it really depicts how friendships are in India to a great extent. Um, I, I mean, I have friends like this. So it wasn't far away. It wasn't so glamorous that it was removed from reality. 
but mm-hmm. uh, it was also um, you know there, there's so many good looking actors in the movie like Ranbir Kapoor Deepika Padukone who's goddess uh, Aditya Roy Kapoor and then Kalki Kochlin that this movie literally if if it failed there was something really wrong with people watching it of course uh, you know a lot of uh, critics came back saying oh what does it mean but it meant it movie doesn't have to mean anything movie ha- movie is an experience movie watching is an experience so if i were to grade this movie on basis of actors great actors if i had to um, grade this movie on basis basis of its music and songs oh my god just phenomenal the soundtrack phenomenal if i had to rate this movie on basis of storytelling a little long yeah but this is a time when indian movies when hindi movies were two and a half hours to three hours long this was those times so i'll give that a pass no longer with any indian movie be made for more than two hours ever yeah, so it it kind of fatigues you towards the end and you're like is this going to end but it ends but <laughs> but what i have to tell you there are so many plots of the big fat indian wedding in the bollywood cinema circle and all of them have different tropes i mean it's a trope big fat indian weddings happen uh because the song and dance and and weddings i mean i was talking to a content writer who writes for series and 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 the whole joke with that content writing community is if you want the ratings of your series to go up you show a wedding <laughs> literally so everybody starts watching weddings wow. if you if you want if you want the ratings to go up you show separation um you you show everything but you don't show them getting together so anytime you want the ratings to go up this is what you do you, you, these are these are like formula for ratings to um sure but, but this movie i recommend it if you have time in in the week I'll, i'll send you the link you must watch it actually zain and i sat and watched it that <laughs> and we i zain hadn't watched it i had watched it many times because it's a feel good movie there are there are parts in this movie where you're like oh my god please don't separate and the parts in the movie where you remember stuff that you've done yourself you know things you've done in college things you've done with your mm. friends and right. they are depicted on mm. on screen so it was it was kind of fun that so way so it's going to so it's going to be it's kind of unpleasant because <laughs> there's that oh that cringe moment where you're like oh god i was like that Ugh. no it wasn't actually cringe cringy at all it was like um oh wow i remember this kind of times oh, okay. that my friends because they're doing this stuff and i know i have friends like that that i do stuff like this all right, so I, so I, it felt like you were wrapping up but i do have a question sure do we have time for that all right so when when they're when they get back together and they're they're having the they're at the wedding and you said it was a different way of telling the story what was so different about it was it them telling their story more was it more showing or is it more telling than showing like what was so what was so different about it them having a voice about more of a voice instead of the director like no what, it was what? it was just how their how their back stories unraveled into their new lives right so so oh, not see. only not only the movie does go back in time for the girl who's studying to be a doctor the movie just goes back in time and tells her story and where it stopped and then it jumps to 7 years later when this wedding is happening but more than that it's the way the story gets unraveled between the four of them because now the best friends don't talk to each other like they used to at one point in time they were they were inseparable um, but, but now they they have issues they have egos 
and those egos come in between their friendship. And, and we and find out what those things are when we go back in time and they talk about, okay, I see. And also their lives for seven years, how that kind of builds that entire um, antagonism between them. It also builds their, uh, builds their thought processes and the priorities change over time and how, how the story just explores how people change over time. People who are your best friends now have separate priorities, different priorities than they had seven years ago. And that's understandable. But yet, how do you go back to that basic friendship? How do you go back to that pure feeling of just being there for each other? Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's a, you know, that's a question I struggle with right now. You know, I have friends that go way back and things between some of us are weird and strained and, or just non-existent. So it's, I, I understand that that's, I, yeah, I should watch that. It sounds like I would really enjoy it. Absolutely. Well, I have a song uh, that I want to slide in here now. This is one of my favorite Sufi songs ever. It's called Must Kalander, but I'm playing for you the version that Mika Singh and Yo-Yo Honey Singh sang. Ooh. And this version is trippy. This is the kind of song you want to put on in the car and in a drive. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. And you want to take a long road trip listening to the song. It, it'll get you high just on the beats. Well, wow. There it is. Must Columbus. Live. I'm Scott, and we are back. And you're right. That that was cool. That was trippy. Um, that is definitely road trip music. And then there's going to come a point where it's not road trip music. Then we're done. Totally Daddy, Daddy needs... That. <laughs> Daddy needs some early stones or some early, you know, early Beatles because, whew. um, all right. Well, that was, uh, that was a fun show. It was a little shorter, uh, in terms of, uh, uh what we reviewed, but I feel like we, I feel like um, we got into the Well, there stuff. are going to be some releases next week, though not a lot. So we are going to go back and start reviewing uh, the classics. We're going to review next Ooh. week some of the shows that, you know, since we're taking Scott through the journey of understanding and exploring, uh, it's my journey. It's my <laughs> journey of exploration. So we're gonna we're gonna watch two series for next week, and we're gonna review them. One is going to be City of Dreams, and Scott, you're gonna love this one. And the other one is, of course, the Emmy winner, Delhi Crime. Ooh, yes, Delhi Crime. I've seen a lot about that. I, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. All right, cool. Yeah, and that's going to be some heavy, heavy, heavy talking for next week. But for now, I think it's time for us to wrap the show. Okay, well, it was a lot of fun. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening. I'm Scott. And I'm Miral. And we will see you next week. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.